Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. All right. Y'all ready to get in the Word? This is a, this is a short word. I preach shorter when LSU loses. Just kidding. Just kidding. Let's pray. This is going to be good. Father, we come in the name of Jesus. Lord God, uh, today, Father, I pray, I pray empower, empowerment comes forth from your word and spirit. Empowerment to parents, empowerment to families. Lord, the realization, Lord, of how much authority and power we have in our home. Lord, we are the gatekeepers, and the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But the only way an enemy can get in to our homes is if he's able to bind the strong man. Lord, help parents operate from your authority and take back their homes. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Amen. Let me read Psalm 127. Look what it says here. Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house. How many of you want the Lord to build your house? We want the Lord to build our house, the Lord to build our homes. We want the Lord to to build our house, our, our, our church. You know, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Now, let me qualify that statement. There's a lot of other scriptures about, you know, building your house on the rock instead of the sand. With labor in vain to build, it doesn't mean the house won't be built. It doesn't mean the house won't look nice. It won't mean that the, it doesn't mean that the house, at least on the outside, has all the things that you think a home would need. But what it means is that those things will not stand. Those things will not last. Those things will not be when they're, when they're revealed by fire, talking about the judgment. Listen, what you're building in your home, I want that to last. I want that to be a reward to Jesus. The pain that you're experiencing as a parent, a husband, a, 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 a wife, a mom, all those things that we go, to, go through, all of that pain, I don't want that pain to be wasted. I want that pain to be realized as gain for the kingdom. And when we understand that the Lord builds the house, if he's going to build the house, then he's going to give us a pattern and a design so that we can build it. And what's happened today, what's going on in our nation is, is so many parents just have no, they have no clue. So many parents have lost hope, even before kids and marriage. There's what, what our culture, what our society is pumped into our minds, all of that toxic poison about marriage and family and on all that kind of stuff, what, what that's done is it's hidden God's blueprint for your home. See, what Satan thrives on, he wants to, he wants to hide, he wants to hide knowledge. It, he knows what the Bible says, that God's people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. He wants to hide it. He wants to bury it. Then he wants to put out a hundred different counterfeits so that you have no, your, your people are confused. They have no idea what the real is, but that's the, the point. Listen, a counterfeit only has power when people can't see the real. 
And I'm telling you, the day is coming in the church where this revival is headed into next year is we're gonna see the real revival in our homes. We're gonna see the real power in our homes and people are gonna be able to tell God's blessing. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It does, I know some of you are thinking right now, Stovall, you have no idea. My marriage is a disaster. You know what? You might think your marriage is over, but thank God, that's kind of God's specialty, right? Resurrecting the dead. Isn't God kind of, isn't that, can't, isn't that kind of how God builds testimonies? You overcome by the word of, in that kind of, 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 of things that are destroyed, God rebuilds so that he can raise you up. And so the next generation, when they're having their challenges and their struggles, you can say, hey, I know exactly what you're going through. Let me tell you what the Lord did for me, what the Lord did for us when we stayed faithful and built our house, built our home according to his pattern. Look, unless the Lord builds a house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. Listen, that's why every true church, Jesus is the pastor of this church. We follow Jesus. We, we, we speak what the Lord shows us. We watch over this city. We watch over this region. We understand that God has a plan for this region and he's got a plan for your home. And this city and this region is only gonna be as strong as our homes are strong. Listen, this is power to the people. This is you being mobilized. It's soon, listen, some of you, what's gonna happen in these next few months, it's gonna be like this. It's gonna be like blinders are gonna be pulled off your eyes. You're gonna start to realize how much authority and how much power you really have. Look out, devil. The watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for he gives his beloved sleep. Here's what it means. You know what? When God's in control, we can rest. When God, guess what? When God's building the house, he pays the bills. When God sends something in your life, when he sends something in your life that ends up being a real trial, a lot of pain, a lot of hurt, then he's gonna take care of the healing, come on, of the reconciliation. See, God pays his bills and then some. And too many of us look at our lives, we're always looking as, it's, it, I, I, it, this is, you know, it's me, it's me, it's me. That's what our world teaches us, you know? And we don't realize that many times we're in a trial because God's using us to show Jesus and to bring healing to somebody else. So I'm, listen, somebody has to stand for God. Somebody has to be able to show Jesus in adversity. Why not you? Why not us? Eventually, there's going to need to be a group of people that understand that this world is not getting better, that eternity is our home, 
and I'm going to not spend so much energy on trying to solve every little problem and every little facet of my life and spending all this energy on just me trying to get better and better and better in this life, eventually people are gonna have to get get to the point where it's this. You know what, I'm not here to fulfill my dream, I'm here to fulfill God's call. And actually when I, oh, you ought to clap right there. And you know what, when I fulfill God's call, guess what, all of a sudden the dream, the real dream, that's the dream that God will fulfill. And that's the dream that's gonna give me fulfillment. Yeah, I gotta get out of this scripture. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Man, kids aren't a means to an end. They're the end. Their reward, look at this, like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children's of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. Look, they shall not be ashamed, I love this, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Watch this. When we build our house and we build our family God's way, our kids, guess what? They're gonna be, so, they're gonna be like weapons. Do you know where the gate is? The gate of a city, that's where the enemy would encroach upon a city. You know what it's saying here? That your children will be raised up with such faith and with such power. They'll be like David was when he was 16 years old. They'll be like Mary, the mother of Jesus, when she was 16 years old. And they'll say, oh, an enemy's coming? Come on, we're going to the gates. The kids will go to the gates. The kids will understand the power that they have because the foundation was set that they are warriors and they are overcomers. The devil is terrified of your kids. And that's why he wants them. That's why he wants the youth. Because he knows when the youth understand who they are and and their identity. They're the ones that are gonna push back the gates of the enemy, the gates of hell. Let me read this to you. Are y'all with me? It's holistic, but we, we have a job to do. Matthew 12, 29 through 30. Jesus is talking about casting out demons and where his authority is coming from. And he says this, how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless what? Unless he first binds the strong man. And then he will plunder his house. Now look what Jesus says. He who is not with me is against me. He who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Jesus is saying this. Your house, how in the world 
can an enemy come into your house and do any kind of damage unless he first has you bound? In other words, he has no right. He has no legal right. He has no real power. The only way that he can get in your home, okay, is to have you bound. And Jesus is saying this, you have to under, if you don't understand your place in the home, guess what? You're not being with me. You're scattering. You're fragmenting. If we're with Jesus, we understand that our home is our responsibility. And the only way that the enemy can really, I'm not talking about attacks, I'm not talking about trials, I'm not talking about anything. The only way that he can really get a foothold in our home is if we allow him to bind us. Yeah? So think about how the enemy binds us. Well, the first thing is this, my people are destroyed from a lack of knowledge. Let's go back to the garden, right? You could say that was Adam and Eve's house. Yeah, they're in the garden. It's Adam and Eve's house. It's Adam and Eve. Everything is fruitful. Everything is flourishing. Then here comes the enemy. He's coming against them. What does he have to do? He knows before he can destroy them, he has to deceive them. He has to disarm them. They are not bound. They are fully armed with the word of God and with the authority of God. They are fully armed. So here's what he does. He comes in and he says, I have to disarm them. Before I can defeat them, I have to disarm them. In your marriage, in your home, with your kids, and really all the places God's called you to have influence and have authority. His first tactic, listen, it's his, his tactics are the same. The first thing he's thinking of is, I have to disarm him. What do he do with Adam and Eve? He comes in, his God was says, God was, who, who knows what he do? He disarmed them from the word of God and got them, there's all kind of, re, you know, maybe they were, Tired. Maybe they were frustrated. Maybe they wanted, you know, the tree on the, you know, the, the things are being held back. Who knows what type of things were going on there? But at the end of the day, they chose their way instead of God's way. They were disarmed. They, as the strong men, were bound. And then Satan was able to come in and wreak destruction. Jesus Christ died on the cross over 2,000 years ago, shed his blood for you, and rose from the dead so that he could give you the authority that Adam lost. He could give that back to you so you could be armed, so you, your garden, 
your greenhouse, that could be a place of fruitfulness and flourishing. Oh, the enemy might come in. Oh, there might be attacks. Oh, you're gonna go through pain. You're gonna go through tribulation. But when you say, as for me and my house, we are gonna serve the Lord and I'm not gonna allow the enemy to disarm me and to bind me, I'm gonna fight the good fight of faith and your family is worth fighting for. Your home is worth fighting for. Your kids are worth fighting for. That is a fight that we cannot abandon. It's a fight that we cannot delegate. It is a fight that we're called to fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Look at someone and say, I'm not getting plundered. He's not plundering my house, not anymore. I believe tides are gonna start turning household to household. We got a great, we got a whole month planned for our church after awakening in February called Frontline Families. We are gonna, we're gonna see things turn household to household. Revival is gonna happen in the homes. But I need to get the seed of the word into you today, come on, so you can be aware of some things and so you can begin to, come on, arm yourself, get ready, start fighting and get your home back. And remember this, when you fight the Lord's way, what what did the scripture just say? you know what, you're gonna have rest. You're gonna lie down in peace. No matter what is happening in your life, you know what the most awesome feeling is at night? Lying down on your bed and saying, you know what, I'm doing everything that I know how to do. And the Lord is gonna fight my battles. And the Lord is gonna gonna take care of me. He's gonna take care of my family. Yeah, so I wanna give you seven things. Can I give you seven things real quick just to kind of arm you with some practicals? Number one, let's be aware of the authority we have. Jesus said all authority in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. And then you know what he said? He didn't say, so just trust in my sovereignty and do whatever you want. All authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. You go now. You go. You make disciples. You baptize people. You teach people what I have taught you. And you know what? I'm with you always to the very end of the age In other words, now that we've received Jesus and Jesus is in us and by faith and through the blood of Jesus, we are justified with him. Listen, listen, we are all, Jesus is our Lord, Jesus is our savior, Jesus is our king, but you know what? We're also his brothers and sisters. Jesus is your big brother. Are you following me? Your house, guess what? It's a household of God. It's connected to God. God's authority is in your house, but you have to exercise it. That's why that prayer about the blood 
We talk the kids about the blood. Why are we teaching them about blood? That's just violent. That's just, you're right, it's violent. Jesus suffered a violent death so we could be redeemed. And if you don't think that the world is violent and wicked and after your kids to destroy them, you are living in a fairy tale world. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. You better start pleading the blood over your house. You walk in your house today. When you walk in your house, listen to me, you walk in that house, and you know what you say? This is my house. Enemy, you have no legal right here. I plead the blood of Jesus over my home. Lord, in the natural, I might have the worst marriage, and my kids are so jacked up. And you know what you're going to think too, like we all think? You're going to think, man, I've done a bad job as a husband. I've done a bad job as a parent. I'll let you know a couple of things about that. First of all, you're doing a lot better than you think. And second of all, the second that we bring God into the situation... He can turn everything around. God, you know what God does? God doesn't just make it back to good where it was. He makes it better than it was before. Don't waste your pain. Don't give up. You're never too old and you're never too young to start fighting for your family and claim your place in your house. It's your house. And it's connected to God's house. We consecrate our homes to the Lord. As for me and my house will serve the Lord. You speak, you confess scripture. When, when things are going, you just say, Lord, I just thank you. Lord, I'm so concerned about my child in this area, but God, I trust you. I thank you that he's gonna be saved, that she's gonna be saved, that they're gonna get delivered. Lord, you're dealing with them. God, you're bigger than drugs. You're bigger than all that. Lord, help me, help me. Could, do you see what I'm saying? Help me, Lord, show me, help me. Instead of complaining about things, start, start praising God. Repent, clean up those idle words. Stop criticizing your spouse. Stop criticizing your situation. Repent of that. Clean that stuff up. Start speaking blessings over your home in authority and in the name of Jesus. Don't waste your pain. Fight the good fight of faith. He can turn it all around. The greatest miracles that you can see can be in your home. We show you serve communion in your home. You might listen to me, Dad. Do some kind of mandatory family dinner. I know how hard it is sometimes to get some chains, some bolts, lock all the doors, try to cut the power in every other room except the dinner table. Just do whatever you can, like summon them. You know what I'm saying? Where they 
pull out that juice and bread and say, you know what? We're going to take communion as a family. It's going to take about 10 minutes. And we're going to turn off our cell phones and we're just going to honor Jesus. And they might say, Dad, what are you doing? You were like, weren't you like cussing all yesterday? Like what? Like, like weren't you like drunk three days ago? Like, See, that's what the enemy will do. That's how he tries to disarm you. He will try to bring every single thing in your past back to try to disqualify you, back to try to, listen, the blood of Jesus qualifies you. You just, I said the blood of Jesus qualifies you. The blood of Jesus makes you, I might not be worthy, but worthy is the lamb that was slain and by his blood, he makes us worthy. Just agree with him. That's the whole thing, agree with him. You know, you're right. I was a jerk last night. You know, I was, I, was, I was that scripture where Apostle Paul says, I'm the chief of all sinners. That's how I feel. I'm the chief of all sinners. But you know what? This is our house. And it's our family. And I love you. I love your mom. I love your kids. I haven't been perfect. And I've messed up. Like all those other guys in the Bible that you read about. I'm so glad when God showed us all those heroes of the faith, he also showed us another side of them as well. That was to encourage us. So you know what? When, I, wanna, I wanna start doing this with our family and we're gonna, we're gonna honor Jesus and thank God and we're gonna bless our home. You have authority. Take it back. Will you do that? The second thing, exercise that authority with power. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. Your righteousness has nothing to do with how much sin you've committed or not committed. It has everything to do with the blood of Jesus. Here's what I'm asking. I don't know how to pray. You know we're coming out with a book of prayers. Do you know that? We're gonna write them down. Okay, so... So you can use the Our Father as a template. You can pray. We're going to give you a book of prayers with Scripture, and we're going to. Sh- this going to have all kind of prayers for your home. You mean them with your heart? It's the same thing. Do you see? You're declaring the word. You're declaring and and praying unto God. But exercise that authority with prayer. Embrace the responsibility that I'm God's appointed agent. Listen for my kids. Not the government. And I'm gonna say something right now. Because I know election stuff is coming. I'm telling you right now, this church, this multicultural, multiracial church, we are not gonna get our theology from Fox News or CNN or anything else. 
We're gonna get our theology from the word of God and we're not gonna let the devil divide God's house because we're in covenant with one another by the blood of Jesus. This is God's family. This is God's house. Every race, every color brings something beautiful to the family of God. Everyone is equal. Everyone is valued. That brings me to number four. Get rid of the little foxes and the serpents. The little foxes like Fox News. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding, kidding, stop, 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 back, 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 back. All of them, CNN, all of them, NBA, all of them, watch, watch. You know the scripture in, in Mark 16 where Jesus says you'll drink deadly poison but it won't harm you and you'll handle de deadly serpents but they won't harm you? Bring me a phone. You got that apple on the back? Y'all know what's on the back of these phones? You know what the logo is for this? It's the symbol of the apple with the bite out, the knowledge of good and evil that the serpent got mankind to partake of. Listen, these are so useful but how many of you know these can bite you? You're one touch away. I believe Mark 16 was speaking to this generation. You know, it says you'll, you'll drink or you'll take in deadly poison, but it won't harm you. Watch. The news? You pump that into your home. So watch, can we totally avoid the news? Can we totally go, well, it, you can't even have a job. We have to handle these. We have to, if you wanna say, we have to drink in the toxic culture to a degree just because of work and jobs and society and all that. Here's what I'm asking you, parents and, and people in your home. If you're gonna turn on the news, would you pray? Lord, I just pray right now, I'm gonna watch some news. I pray that no deadly poison gets in my heart or get, oh, come on. Gets in my home. Lord, these phones, do you know that it's come out? They've, the scientific studies on how these have rewired the brains of our youth. All of those things of panic attacks and, and, and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. It's, have you seen some of the creators along with Facebook and some of those different things now going on the circuit, basically saying they're sorry because they knew that they were exploiting the psychological profile of the brain? They just didn't know the damage that it would do? Do you see? So watch, we can't totally avoid these, but... Here's what I'm asking your parents, like your kids having nightmares, if they go to sleep with this, I can almost guarantee they're gonna have nightmares. So watch, watch, what does the scripture say? You're gonna handle it, but you gotta know it's a serpent, it can bite you. We're gonna take some of that in, 
But for it not to harm us, what do we have to do? Take up our authority and realize we're gonna put some boundaries around those things. You know what? Whatever it is, seven o'clock, this is coming to you. This is going, it's going off. My, my kids, are, they're gonna have two, three hours of, 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 <sighs> <sighs> Not this. <sighs> it's different with us adults because our brains weren't wired when these were out. Their brains are still being wired. Yeah? I understand we all have self. I have one. I, 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 I watch this stuff. But we have to understand that this can be a serpent. And the media and the news and, what, and, and, and the shows on now, they can be toxic. Let's pray. Let's clean up the little foxes and the serpents. Let's put some boundaries around them. Come on. So our homes can show the beauty and the power of the Lord. Amen? Get some filters on this thing, man. I'm feeling weird just hold like like look I can't let go of it like um hum, hum, oil, oil. make your kids talk to you they we we're humans we have to did you know all that so I, I could this is a whole nother message we're gonna get into in uh February but that you know is AI has gone up, guess what's crashing? Mental health. So they thought all the great stuff with AI and it's gonna replace all these jobs and the danger of that. Oh, don't worry. If you get in the mental health field, the coaching field, the wellness field, anything like that, there is massive need because of what that's done to our society. Okay, I'm closing out. Doing it, oh, listen parents, this is anyone, this is, a, I do this as a single guy, do an inventory of what can stay and what can go. Hello, Cinemax. I'm just saying. Create a greenhouse culture so our homes can flourish and we can see fruitfulness no matter what season we are in. What's a greenhouse culture? It means that your home is a place of safety, a place of fruitfulness, and a place of growth. I know this. I know some of you are like, Stoball, you have no idea where my home is, where all this is, but here's what I do know. You can start now. It's the last thing. And I can promise you for every one step you take towards God and this, he's gonna take 10 steps towards you and nothing is impossible with God, including you and your family and your home being a place of fruitfulness and blessing no matter what you're dealing with. Come on, will you stand to your feet right now and not leave, stand to your feet and not leave. And give God a hand clap right now. Yeah, the, <clears throat> Do y'all receive this today? 
Father, we just come in the name of Jesus. Stay here. I'm, I'm praying over you. We, we, have to, we have to close these things out and seal them with authority and power in agreement. This is the power of agreement. We don't want to walk out fragmented. We want to walk out as one. Yeah? Father, we just come in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Lord, that we are the gatekeepers of our home. Oh, put that scripture up there. Watch, remember, you're the strong man. Put, put, look, this on my wedding ring. Yeah? Because you know marriage is about your home. Joshua 1.9, look. Have I not commanded you? Look, be strong and of good courage. Be strong because Jesus is in you. You're the strong man. You're strong in the Lord. Now it's gonna take courage. It's gonna take courage, but look, do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed for the Lord your God, the Lord your God, the God above all other gods, the name above all other names, the God that nothing is impossible, the God that resurrects the dead, the God that turns all things around, the God of miracles, the God that can heal you everywhere that you hurt, the God that can wash you clean with the blood of Jesus and give you a fresh start, the God that can open doors that no man can shut, the God that opens the heavens over your life, the God that redeems you and blesses you and encourages you and is with you, that God is with you wherever you go. So Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we take our authority in our homes. Every home, Lord, in our church, we stand in the gap, God. Lord, we will not be disarmed and we will not be bound in Jesus' name. And Lord, in fact, we bind the enemy. He does not have any authority or permission to be in our homes. And when we go home today, we're gonna plead the blood of Jesus over our home as we walk in that front door, we're pleading the blood of Jesus and declaring this is our home, Lord, and it's your home. And Jesus, you are gonna flourish in our homes and we're gonna see your miraculous power take shape. We're gonna see healing. We're gonna see blessing. And we just give you all the praise, Lord. You're gonna build our house and we're gonna see revival in our homes. And that's what's gonna take this city, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.